Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, King Status and P2P Real Talk Midwest Muscle in the house. And this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug free sponsorship foundation in the entire world. I said all of it. Yes, I did. And if you are a drug free <laughs> athlete, then looking for a solid foundation to stand on and a vehicle to drive your goals like what does a Roy? Does a Roy in a Mack truck. Through ice cream. Flavored with snickerdoodle. Yeah. <laughs> and, <just out. laughs> and chocolate. And, and chocolate. And chocolate. And chocolate. Check us out at P4PMuscle.com. It has snickerdoodle flavor. And once again, this month, we are sold out. So get your orders in early, people, and save one for this brother. Please and thank you. And without further ado. Either that or put a scoop in a baggie. Put a scoop in a baggie and send it to him. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yes. So now, let's get together with a banter. Hey, what's up, Delroy? Hey, you know, I I have to confess, I have tried a different protein that's out there. Um, and not to be unfaithful to P4P, but it is a bone broth protein. And uh, I have, uh, my family has largely cut a lot of dairy out of their, our diet. And so I thought we would give it a try. And it is good stuff. Very expensive, but good stuff. So just sharing that there is a bone broth option out there for any folks who can't do dairy and haven't found a uh, good vegetable protein, vegetable-based protein, plant-based protein that they are excited about. But if you have no problems with dairy, keep on keeping on with the snickerdoodle and the P4P and all that awesome stuff. But if you are lactose intolerant or just don't want dairy, you have options, folks. New stuff is coming out on the market, so uh, take a look for it. That's all I got about that, Kaylin. What's going on with you? Well, I'd like to piggyback about the bone broth because someone had, uh, you know, with Mike owning his own gym, he gets a lot of uh, people that want to, you know, sell the product in it. And one of the people that did bring in brought a uh, bone broth, or it's right saying that three times fast, and it smelled horrible. And I, I said, you know, I can't get past the smell of it, but somebody liked it because, you know, it's empty. And uh, so, you know, it, it works for somebody. So, you know, I, I, I'm tired of getting past the smell. I, I'm sure it's probably not the bone broth uh, one that you had because it sounds like you guys were able to get past the uh, didn't have to worry about getting past the smell. And, yeah, uh, no, you had there really wasn't. Bro- yeah, it wasn't a uh, – it didn't have a bad smell to it. Um, it. Its mixability, if that's a word, is not great. Um it can tend to be chunky if you're just using a shaker ball or something like that. You really have to put it in mm-hmm. a blender if you want to have a smooth consistency. But the smell wasn't bad, um, you know, no refined sugars or anything like that in it. So all in all, other than it just doesn't shake worth a darn, um, it's it's been a, uh, a decent product for us thus far. But uh, like I said, okay. the only reason that I even opted for it was just because it was a non uh, dairy option, and mm. that is hold, that. Hold on, hold on this. Uh, this one's from Heather, and she's saying, "How can you guys be sponsored athletes for P4P and be speaking about this?" Um, this is still real talk, and Des and I have covered other uh, other supplements before, and we let the uh, the athletes that are sponsored athletes by other uh, supplement companies speak freely and clearly about their uh, sponsorships, and we do not uh, withhold anything. I think uh, nope. Heather, you be one of, one of the newer listeners because we've even criticized our own supplements, and uh, most of you guys are already sending me about the lemon lime, lest we forget, and we will never, <laughs> ever forget about the lemon lime. And uh, it, it was never popular with me. And uh, it's one of those where basically because I had it, I had to stomach it. 
and uh, basically just uh, use the remainder of the the tub. Um, I I can't ever speak well of it with a straight face, and that's just how it is. So, yeah, we'll speak about other things. It's not that we're looking to jump ship, so don't worry about that. Beaver Bee Real Talk is going to be around forever, but uh, if something does come up, I mean, there's been times where we've been out of product. Uh, thankfully, with you guys, you keep my head up my snickerdoodle, and so sometimes I'm left without, and uh, I have to try another one. Hopefully, I have a chocolate whey stash somewhere, and or a, a, a snicker patch. <laughs> yes. But that's not always. Yeah. Yes. Would love that. Yeah, but anyway. I would love that. And, that. and the thing to think about, too, guys, is P4P doesn't offer a uh, non dairy options at this point, at least not that I'm aware of. And I still use P4P yeah. products. That's not the issue whatsoever. But I just wanted to share for folks out there who can't do whey, can't do it. And yeah. bone broth is good for your health. It it might seem like one of those buzzwords that's going around right now, but bone broth has been around for a long time. It's got mm-hmm. a lot of good properties for your digestive system. And it's just an option to let you guys know. I mean, I haven't mentioned any brands other than bone broth protein is uh, is now hitting the market from various um, providers. So I'm endorsing the ingredients more so than I am another brand. So there is that. But okay. on, the, on the flip side, like Kaylin said, this is real talk, and P4P does not censor us. We talk about what's real, and uh, P4P is oh the outstanding brand uh, out there for natural up. athletes. We're getting beat up pretty good about this. Um, okay, guys, yeah. here's the deal. Uh, Des and I uh, love P4P. Uh, it's not yeah. just because of the supplementation, it's because of the support they provide us and give us. No one's going anywhere, okay? <laughs> just, let's just no get one's that going out anywhere. <laughs> yeah. How do you get, I, 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 don't, I, don't, uh, guys, I don't know, I don't understand how you get me mentioning a bone broth product to we're going to jump ship. That is a pretty yeah. big leap from yeah. some very big imaginations out there. Nobody is making reference to anything of that nature. Exactly. I, yeah, and, guys. you know, just the biggest thing, I've been quite familiar with uh, bone broth for quite some time. This is not something new on the market. It's just being marketed and presented better. Uh, because of the backlash going with soy, it has been able to really get its foot in the door and actually get a couple of feet and as well as a couple of arms. So now, you know, because of the, the backlash with the soy and the way it's pr- produced, Especially on the male side of this, uh, it's it's get it's got a great foothold. The only thing is what Des is saying because of the way it's made, the solubility has been hard to be comfortable with people who aren't used to taking supplements, especially of the powdered kind. And its consistency does get a little chunky, and some people just don't like that. What you know how how they have to uh, consume it. Uh, it does. Yep do its job if it's uh, not fillered out. And I, I didn't say that yep. incorrectly. There's a lot of fillers in a lot of products. And if it's basically made uh, correctly with a little amount of fillers, it is a good uh, protein to take. And it, it I, I haven't heard of any uh, backlash or any side effects to it other than its consistency. So, you know, uh, it's, not, it's not anything new. I'll just say that right now. It's not something that's going to harm you, and they're not, it's not a SARM by any means. So, uh, Bethany, it's not uh, something that's new. It's not something that's uh, unfamiliar to the market. It's just something that hasn't been presented or marketed well until, I say, in, within the last two years. That's- and, it's, and it's really only a product that's coming out in the more natural venues, if you will. I mean, it's bone broth. It is an animal-based product. What I should have done is I should have prefaced that I do have family members that lactose does not agree with them. Mm-hmm. So I have to look for product options that works for their bodies and their systems. And so that's the reason why we even tried it because I need lactose-free options. And and that's just the long and short of it. So for other people that are out there that need lactose-free options, that's why I wanted to share 
so that now you can all get out in the Google sphere and do your homework and check things out if you can't drink away protein. That's, that's all I was trying to share, guys. But no, there's yes. no SARMs. It's not yeah. a drug. It's not synthetic. It's it's an animal-based product. And it, if it, it would were, be beef would or it would be beef or chicken broth, depending on who is manufacturing it. So it, it's natural. There you go. And if it were not, we would have prefaced that at the very beginning, as Dad said. But that. And if it were not, we would not be trying it. We would not be drinking it ourselves. Okay. Or my family would not be. So anyway, sorry for the uproar out there, guys, but that's that's really all I was trying to share. And and she was just sharing. So yeah, nobody's going anywhere, and we're having a great time with people. And we have plenty of <laughs> yes, we We're going to segue from that to what our show is supposed to be about. And uh, Mike Newman, my brother from another mother actually did a show on Sunday talking about the upcoming shows this season. Uh, he basically gave it uh, the meat and bones of it, but there was a lot of things because he covered so many shows uh, coming up that he actually left a lot of people with questions that we could actually answer now since uh, you had sent so many. Um, so let's start with the first one about one that we actually talk, we, we talked about, so you can go to our archives, because we had Danny Kekos on and his daughter talking about the Iron Man magazine. During that time, uh, we had spoken about what was going to be presented new in this year by the PNBA, INBA, and also Matt Shepley had covered some of those points with the OCB. So, you know, uh, it People think that uh, the, the, the promoters and the organizations aren't listening. If you would have stayed with us for the entirety of our show, you would have heard the breakdown of how things are going to be uh, done. I, I know there's that uh, they spoke about uh, guaranteed prize money instead of basically who yep. showed up and how showed up. And, well, I'll let you spell yep. that part and then uh, start with the rest of it. Yeah, no, for sure. Like what Kaylin was saying, guaranteed price money, because, you know, sometimes you have shows where the prize payout, the cash payout, is all dependent on the number of pros that register. And with the uh, INBA, PNBA, they are not following that format. They're going to have a guaranteed payout, a set amount that will go to first, second, and third place, or however deep they're paying out, regardless of the number of pros that they have signed up for a given show. So that's a very good thing. Um, and then they also talked about, and you'll have to forgive me because I don't remember the name, so I'm going to go back to the archives just like you guys can go back to the archives and listen, but they have a pro um, program where if you're on the pro circuit, each time you compete, you, get a, you can earn a certain number of points, and those points yes. will put you in the yes. running for a uh, Harley motorcycle, brand new. I mean, so that is another option there to incentivize and, um, you know, get our pros competing and, you know, um, and reward them accordingly. Kaylin? Yeah, and uh, that that is done through Gains in Bulk, uh, one of the sponsors for the natural and uh, basically for the PNBA, INBA. And it's uh, the guidelines and the criteria and the categories all basically set towards the improvement of the athletes and how they come in uh, stage ready. So it's uh, it's really nice the way they're setting it up. So basically it's, it provides even more motivation for the athletes to try harder and be more competitive. So if, if you look at it from a business point of view, it's like saying, all right, if you do your job and you do it correctly, we're going to basically increase your chance of doing better and, and, and winning and your winning has a better payout instead of basically guessing what's going to happen when you get to a venue you already know in advance. And that stimulates the athletes to do much more and be much more competitive. So the, the business is taking care of itself, and that's a great thing. But uh, yeah. now that we cover that part, we're going to talk about some of the shows that were mentioned and caused some, uh, some confusion. Uh, I know in the Midwest, 
most of the shows start in April, and then they go carry out until November. But there are shows that are starting. I know Cliff Wilson had pointed out one of his guys that stuck around for three months after the end of the season last year and really wanted to get that uh, pro card behind him and start competing as a pro, and he actually won it at a show, a show last weekend. So the, uh, the the natural bodybuilding circuit and shows and venues are already starting, but we're going to be basically spearheading the Midwest and that region. But one of them is in California, and that's because of the point system that we just spoke about, and that's the uh, – oh, what's the name of it? Oh, I, I, I sit there and bring it out, and then I, I forget the name of it. So uh, forgive me about that. But uh, March 23rd, you have the Arizona Copper Copper Classic. And this has become quite popular with a lot of the Midwest athletes because it's basically a good way to get their, their shoes wet uh, and feet wet into competition before they come back to the Midwest and see what they're going to do. I know we had uh, a lot of our guests that were on this show uh, some time back. Uh, Robbie Quinn, when he was still competing as a natural athlete. Uh, Brooke. Wilkerson, uh, he did well at that show. He was also cheated at that show. We had him, him on, on the show. If you go to our archives, you'll find that, where he actually lost to an enhanced person, and it took some years to finally get everything straightened out, but it was corrected. This was that show that it happened. So when people talk about how uh, people are cheating in natural shows, they might cheat on that day, but they eventually get weeded out, and we've had plenty that have basically exposed themselves for the liars there are. And I'm, I'm not ashamed to say that. So that's March 23rd, Arizona uh, Copper Classic. It is a pro qualifier. And uh, it, it, uh, like I said, a lot of athletes that come from the Midwest are doing quite well. So I, I know there was some confusion on that, Arizona, Midwest. Yeah, but we have a lot of Midwestern athletes that do <laughs> go that far. Yeah, so uh, it, it wasn't a mistake when Mike said it. Uh, he, he he knows his stuff, so it, it's not uh, – I'm sorry for the confusion in there. And Amanda is saying, you know, why travel that far when you can just wait uh, for a show in the Midwest? Uh, Dad, I'll let you take that one, and then I'll piggyback coming back. Um, You know, Amanda, I say why not? Um, you know, if you are able to travel, I think it is a great opportunity for any athlete because it allows you to experience different venues, um, another set of athletes, um, and just a different environment and atmosphere, different judges, just everything is um, just kind of new. And so I think if you're able to do it, it's fun, you meet more people, and uh, you just broaden your horizons a little bit. Caleb? Yeah. And another thing about natural athletes is you really don't know when you're going to peak. And if it shows closer to that peak time when you're feeling your best than knowing you're looking your best, uh, waiting is not sure, a good option. Sure. You, you sure want to get on stage looking your absolute best. And if, it, if you happen to come in primed and ready, you sure want to cl- uh, show close to that time. And traveling is not a big issue, especially for natural athletes who've been Anybody that's been in the game for a long time, it's used to traveling. It's not something unfamiliar to us. And honestly, it's like many vacations for us as athletes because, one, you get out of your environment, like that says, and uh, sometimes a home gym can be the worst place to be when you're prepping because there's so many questions the closer you get to actual competition. So if you can take a week off and, and get out of town and out of state, hey, do it because, you know, you, you can become more focused and I, I like to re, uh, refer back to when I was playing uh, other sports, basketball, football, a lot of times I was more focused because I didn't have the home crowd or anybody cheering for you. You basically have to work even harder to, to basically stake your claim in the sport you're doing. So it's a lot of fun to travel. Um, natural athletes have been doing this for quite some time, so it's nothing new to us, even though it might be, new to family, friends, and loved ones. This is something we've been primed and ready and doing for over, uh, I'd say for me, over 10 years now. Uh, and that was just when I was uh, covering the show, uh, much less actually competing. So uh, great question, and I hope that uh, – okay, thank you, man. Got you. Uh, well answered and well said. Thanks, Dad, too. Okay, I can live with that. 
All right. Uh, moving on to the next one. Uh, this hey, Kayla, April. can I jump in just for yeah. a quick second? Since we are talking about talking about shows and just some clarifications as Kaylin's going to lead us through this journey, I just want to put in a plug for the uh, website drugfreeathleticphysiques.org. Um, Andrea Castillo does a great job of pulling together the yep. shows for the year, um, amateur and professional for the entire year across the whole U.S. I mean, and she works really hard at it. She's got a pretty comprehensive list going. So um, I would just encourage folks to uh, check that out, too. And if we share something tonight that's not on uh, her list, let us know, because we want to be able to share that with her so she can get all of the shows reflected, because um, maybe she just does, hasn't had that information yet, but... Knowing Andrea, she's pretty much got her pulse on She'll those things. So drug, drugfreeathleticphysiques.org, check it out. All right, KP, what's next on your list? Yes, uh, this is actually closer to home, and that's April the 13th. It's the Illinois State PNBA uh, Pro Qualifier uh, Guaranteed Cash uh, for the Pros. Uh, I think it's uh, 12 Pro Cards up for grabs in this one, which is an awful lot, but they have a lot of divisions going in it. So there are, there are overall, then I uh, did the North American. We were blessed to be able to do that and share uh, time at that yes. show. And uh, it, it was well represented. Uh, good competition. I mean, it, it's actually improving. Um, I get it that you guys don't like the, the venue as, as uh, being in the audience. Uh, we've been trying to uh, get it to a better venue. I'm sorry that people hate traveling to Chicago and dealing with the city traffic. Um, that doesn't change the competition. That doesn't change who shows up as competitors. Again, I said we, that we love to travel. Sometimes we have to travel to the places we're unfamiliar with, and we definitely uh, don't know how our way around town, but we still find a way. Uh, Des, I'll let you jump in before I uh, start breaking down how that works. I don't know. I mean, I think you've covered it. You know, sometimes, just a little behind-the-scenes scuttle, um, sometimes it's just hard to find a venue that has parking, that has enough seating, and is available, because um, a lot of times you're competing with every other event that's in the city. And you also have to think, from a promoter's standpoint, it has to be cost-effective. I mean, because yes. they're paying for all of the other extras that go into putting on a competition and they're managing payouts and this, that, and the next thing. They're also business people. They have to watch that bottom line too. So they need a venue that's going to scratch all of their needs and be cost-effective for what they're able to um, afford because if they go under, then there goes the competition as well. And we've said this many times, many promoters have said it, very few actually make money. Um, you know, it's a blessing for those who are able to break even or even if they lose a little bit, they're able to keep going and bring it back the next year. But very few actually make any real money off of any competition. Most of the proceeds that come in go to payouts, paying the expenses for the competition and then reinvesting back into it for the next year. So even though it yeah. might be kind of an inconvenience on some of the um, aspects such as seating and or, you know, logistically a little bit hard to get there, um, you know, there's a lot that goes into trying to find a location and it's not a decision that's made lightly. So, you know, always good feedback to let people know, but sometimes promoters just don't have a choice except for the venue that they're in. And we've seen that before. Sometimes venues have backed out. They've double booked. They've left promoters hanging, and so they're scrambling, trying to decide, can I find someplace else? Do I have to cancel my show? I mean, it can be a big deal. Kalen? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, to piggyback what Des was just saying, nothing is guaranteed until actually show up. And you're talking about the tanning. You're talking about the competition. You're talking about the venue itself. It's like Dad said, there's plenty of times where the booking was done by one person and the scheduling was done by someone else at the venue itself. And a lot of times, you know, if the proper planning and people aren't in place, it can fall apart really quick. I think uh, 
one of the things we learned uh, last year was even the the music uh, can be an issue because uh, this uh, what was this uh, what show was that? Oh, the DJ, it was the OCB Skyview Classic, and the DJ yes. had double booked himself, so he just left in the middle of the competition. We got we got through the prejudging. And then had no DJ for the second half of the show, so yeah. that was quite the uh, the experience. So DJ Kalen had to jump in there, and you know, with some playlists, and uh, you know, I'll thankfully play. the the DJ that was hired <laughs> left us a microphone that we could still use to do announcements yeah. and everything, and we were still able to use the sound equipment. Um, at the facility as far as speakers and everything like that, but we had to come up with our own music and playlist and how to figure it out and all that in like a 20-minute break. It was quite yeah. the adventure. Yes, and that's what Ed was talking about, being a labor of love, because I was honestly afraid that Lauren would say, all right, screw this, it's too much of a headache, I'm done with everything. And he did not. He said it was just a bump in the road, and he just kept on rolling. And it, it was really surprising to see him holding it together with so much falling apart at the seams. And, you know, so it's not an accident these shows are coming back, but it also should be more it should be more respect for what they have to do behind the scenes. It's not an easy thing to do. Um, ben, you got anything else to add? I sure don't. What's next on your list? Okay, next, the next on it, we have two shows on the May 4th, and they, they're basically killing me and Daz because we love both shows and both promoters. Uh, that's May 4th, the Chi-Town Showdown, and also the Heart of America in Peoria. So we have one that's basically in Chicago and one that's in Peoria, and that's enough distance between each other where you can get good uh, competition but I, I just wish they could resolve the scheduling days. And like that said, a lot of times it's just conflict that has to happen because the venues just simply aren't open or available on the days they would like to do it. This is one that I know. Brings, yeah, it, 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 it's hard to do, and it beats us up because, it, you know, there's just no way to uh, – to get this one fixed out anytime soon, but I am praying for the day when they can be scheduled opposite weekends and uh, we don't have to keep uh, basically trying to check our list to see who's going where because I'm actually scheduled with the Chi-Town. I'm, I'm, con- I'm, I'm uh, contracted with them, so I'm obligated to be there, but I love the Heart of America, the Heart of America, and I love John Abraham. He does a more than spectacular job on getting seminars, on getting special uh, guest appearances, uh, creative guest appearances. Dad knows I've always been jealous because of what happened with the the last year. And these things happen, but we still find a way to get through it. The Chi-Town Showdown is actually, uh, they're no longer with NAVA, so they're going to be PNBA back. What? Yeah. All right. That's new. That's new. All right. So they're going to be uh, backed by the PNBA. So this would be a good uh, natural qualifier for the, the the athletes. It's also a very top-notch competitive show. So we, we you'll have at least uh, seven, at most 15 athletes in each class and category. It's not for the, the light or faint-hearted. You had better bring uh, your A game for this one and the drug test pre and post. So, you know, yep. you, there's no no chance of uh, cheating on that. The Heart of America is uh, very well judged. And I'll let Dez cover that part since she was there for, with, the, with the best update from last year's show. Well, first I'm going to start out. I'm calling out Joe Perez because we have been trying to get this man on the show for a while now, and he's evaded us. And that is big news that he's no longer with NAVA for the Town Showdown and is being now backed by the PNBA, INBA. So there's another opportunity for um, pros um, and amateurs to become pros and get qualified for the Natural Olympia guys 
because that's under the INBA, PNBA umbrella also. So, yeah. yeah, Joe Perez, I just called you out, dude. You need to be on Real Talk sharing this news from your voice, but thank you, Kaylin, for sharing that with the listeners. Um, and then, yeah, John Abraham at the Heart of America, great show. He had uh, he had has every year just great um, guest posers, special guests, um, and just draws the athletes. And it does make me so sad that they're on the same date because I know that they would draw from each other. You would have athletes competing yes. in both competitions if they were on opposite weekends or, you know, at least a couple of weeks apart. That happens. And then they're just going to do that much better because your your competition is going to rise up instead of having athletes fractured and having to decide what show they want to yeah. go to because really between yeah. these two shows, you can't go wrong. You just can't yeah. go wrong. And so, yeah. and I'm even more sad because, okay, as Kalen said, he's contracted with the Chi-Town, but, I've got a uh, taxidermy competition that I have to be present at this year. I'm not judging or or, uh, doing interviews or anything, but I'm there to support the mister. So I'm out for both of these. Oh, darn. I know. So there's there's not even any tag teaming that can happen this year. And so that's a great I just learned about it. (laughs) Just even more. Even more sad, but yeah, it's uh, Taxidermy Worlds. It's a huge deal, huge competition in the taxidermy world realm of things. And so, yeah, that's where I'm going to be that weekend. And, and there I, you I mean, I'm I'm, dis- I'm disappointed, but yet it's it's going to be a good weekend all in the same breath. So anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Yes. So now I'm going to go back to the Chi-Town Showdown. It's, uh, this is going to be the biggest year yet for the amount, because he's already got the, the competitors coming in. And like that says, sadly, it's going to take away from the heart of America. Um, I can give a and good example. Vista. Yes, uh, I can give a good example of when they uh, do uh, opposite weekends or uh, not not on the same weekend. And Marissa Barney uh, she was on our show. I mean, we've got so many great guests, and uh, you know, it, it's it's really the truth. But she was one of those that was because of the the locality for each show and the opposed the different weekends that they were held. She was able to win overall at both in the same year because she basically had that peak form, and she was still in time with her diet and preparation where she could do both. So. She did well at both, but it's looking like she might be the last one to do it because of these scheduling conflicts. And I would love to have local athletes winning locally because that only builds the, the natural uh, venues, the arenas, and the and the athletes themselves to where they can be more recognized in their in the in their location and get better sponsorships and better promotions so they can compete even better and longer in the future. And it, it just it really stings a great deal for us to have this. And, uh, Linda, I didn't miss what you're saying. I'm answering right now. So, yeah, it would, it would be nice to have that. And Daz and I have begged and pleaded, but the behind-the-scenes issue is they have to schedule way in the future to get this done. And sometimes that's the only date available. So it's not like the promoters are doing it to spurn anyone or to go at anyone. It's just the nature of the beast, and it really sucks when it has to happen. But uh, I know for the the Chi Town uh, this year, like the last two years, there will be five hundred dollar gift uh, uh, cards to the the amateur side of the athlete. And then they they get the uh, the PNBA. Uh, pro card, and they get to go on to compete in the the natural low. Uh, Des, can you speak on the 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 winnings for the the Heart of America? You know, I can't, and I don't Uh-oh. know. Um, <laughs> I can't, and I right? I'm going to assume right. that they're I going to be similar. Time. All right, go ahead if you can help me out, but I don't yeah. have those details from last year. 
the, 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 that is a qualifier because it's such a big show. Now, here, 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 here's the truth. The NGA Heart of America and the, the Chi-Town Showdown are such big shows that both qualify for the respective organizations on the pro side. Yes. Uh, the, so, yes. the NGA has the universe, and you're well qualified if you come out of that. It would be easy. Listen to me. It would be very easy, and this is for Mark, uh, Lynn, Jacob, and Samuel. It would be very easy if you win at either show to represent very well on the on the, the pro side because the competition is just that tough. I remember the last time I competed at the Chi-Town, everyone on that stage got their pro card, and uh, uh, Sonny Akibe, uh, my buddy, what is his name? Oh, Chris Wells. And, well, we can't call the cheater because he, he was cheating when he was off stage. Uh, well, yeah, we can, John Parrish. Um, and there were two others. Oh, uh, uh, we've had both of them on our show. Chris Salgado and Terrence Terrell. There we go. All big names in, in the natural bodybuilding community and all have had great careers after that Chi-Town showdown. I know at the the Heart of America, there, it was the same way. If you're competing at these shows and you can set foot on stage and place in the top five, you will do well for the remainder of the years and the shows you choose to attend. Um, it, it, the, the, the success rate for the athletes that come off of those stages is phenomenal, well in the 80% for those that just don't have a bucket list competition. So that speaks well to both of those venues, both of those promoters, and both of those organizations. Dad? Yeah, what he said. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to get <laughs> one more in here. And uh, this is for the ladies. Yeah, the ladies. And that's May 11th, the Diva Classic. It's an all-women's event. Yeah. And, yeah. And Dad and I have yet to be up there. And I know you guys slammed us last year, but, hey, <laughs> we have lives, too, and sometimes they get in the way of the venues that we would love to attend. Dad? No, but that, I mean, that is one we will get to eventually because we just have to. I haven't seen anything um, like it especially being an all-female venue, carried off the way that uh, Mayhem Productions carries it off. So we definitely will get there when the timing is right. But, uh, it, it, I mean, it is one of those bucket list shows, so it's it's going to happen. But uh, we wish all those athletes well. I mean, and that's another one, that if you are, uh, are a lady and gunning for that show, I would encourage you to check out the uh, – Town Showdown or the Heart of America if you need a little, you know, a little pump. Sometimes some athletes, it's a good strategy that they'll they'll do a show heading into a show that they're really interested in if they think they're ready. It just keeps them focused on target and motivated. Um, so say, hey, if, if you happen to be that level of athlete that can, uh, that can do that and thrives off of moving from one show to another, you should really think about it. And I've got to give a shout-out to Lynn. Big kudos and, and big big ups to remembering that that was also a scheduling conflict for us, and that was one year where we could not attend because three shows were scheduled on the same That's weekend. That's right. So, they were all yes. on the same weekend last year. So, Lynn, thank you for that reminder. I mean, you got great lessons there with great memories. So, yeah, and we did want to do that one, but that was – and we actually had that schedule until we saw the uh, the list on – Andrea's list of the shows and and the dates. So it, it, it really uh, really caught us off guard because we had – you know, she and I – Dad and I had both been talking about, you know, the to-do list for that year, and we had both listed that one as, as a must-see because it was an all-women's event. And that is very rare in this region. I know they do it on the East and West Coast. I know uh, the PNBA had done a show like that, but we didn't have nothing in our area where we could actually uh, make it 
to the actual event together. Because Zaz and I do plan a lot of shows together to be at there so we can basically give you guys our best. But that was one of those when we found out both our hearts sank because, you know, there was just so many good shows on on the same weekend. So it was really rough to, to see. And uh, it, it, it stunned us a, a, a little bit more than we expected because, uh, you know, it was just something new to us. And it was also something we had looked forward to doing. Because we're both fans. I, I, I'll, I'll remind you guys, but I know you already understand. Dad and I are big fans of the sport that we love to, to, to speak about. And so it does sting a little bit harder for us because, you know, for the, the layman, you're learning about shows as we speak about it. But for us, these are things we've had on the agenda basically from January until the actual show day. So when, when, that, uh, when that weekend came up, it was pretty hard on uh, both of us, and uh, we were very. Uh, it was it's depressing. I'll just say it like that. It's very depressing when it's not like being kids and not getting our way. Yeah, boo hoo. It's more like we want to get to the athletes. We want to dress them, and I think uh, that was the one Christina Flandrick had done, and she was a fan favorite. And a lot of people were asking, yep. you know, why didn't you cover this woman? And why wasn't she, you know, being addressed on the show? And why haven't you had her on P2P Real Talk? We did get her on P2P Real Talk, but we still have yet to have the microphone in front of her and and show the video. So that's one of the things we do plan. Like that says, a lot of times it just does not work out that way. But it's not like we're not trying. So, guys, we, we will get her in front of the camera. And we will get that uh, event and venue addressed, and hopefully both of us will be able to be, be able to attend, so we can cover it fully. Des? Well, yeah. Hopefully, if we can catch her at a show where she's actually competing, we will do our. We will we'll definitely get her in front of the camera. Um, but that she kind of has to compete for us to do that again at a venue that we're at. So I know Kaylin yeah. is promising big things, and we'll definitely deliver. <laughs> As we can. <laughs> well, even if she's in a because you know, Kaylin, you know, Kaylin, they're going to hold us accountable. They're going to be like, "Well, where's her interview?" And we're going to be like, "Well, we haven't seen her." And they'll be like, "But you said," and we're like, "Yep, we sure did." <laughs> yeah, but even if she's in attendance, we'll still try to get that out there. I yeah, know, uh, definitely. Yeah, because that's one of the good things about local uh, superstars is that they still have a passion for the sport, whether they're on stage or not, and that's one of the better blessings. As the natural bodybuilding community is growing, uh, the bucket lifters are still going to be the bucket lifters, but now we're having repeat competitors that are more well-known because of social media, and they're also being more active in supporting the sport, even if they're, even if they're not on stage. So that's, that's a blessing in itself, and I'm really happy that they're willing to give back so much. I mean, uh, I, I, I'm really impressed with the giving nature of our athletes and how much more they're supporting the sport. Um, Dan, I'm going to stop right there um, because we're, we're running into the show and it's, it's about to start to end. And we can cover the other ones Thursday when we have uh, Wittig on. And uh, hopefully he can speak about the, the Windy City Naturals uh, Brian McCabe show because that's on this list as well. So, you know, it's it's a lot of shows in the region. Thankfully, it's becoming better and, and better supported. Um, a shout-out to Q for uh, bringing on the DFAC side of a show in Texas in the heart of NPC country. I mean, uh, the, the stuff he, he shared with us is amazing that he even wanted to do so. So, Q, great job with that. Um, really appreciating and respecting how you're going to do this. And Dad, anything before we uh, end the show? I don't think so. Hashtag chocolate way for the win. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, when I say sold out, when I say sold out, I'm not talking about uh, a sellout. Uh, I'm talking about no simply because we have become that popular and that big. So uh, chocolate way for the second. Uh, snickerdoodle first in line. Uh, and uh, <laughs> there's a shout-out to Taxidermy. I want to hear about this. You guys have been doing a lot of work in the shop, so let's hear about that before the show ends. All right, folks. So 
yeah, just always a lot of different birds, a lot of different poses. I don't have a lot of people in my circle that know anything about a tax about taxidermy. And really, I didn't know anything about taxidermy until I met my husband. So I try to post stuff here and there to kind of give a, a peek into that world. And it is definitely different. There's so much that goes into taxidermy. You have to really understand the structure of the animal, their natural poses, their habitats, all of that stuff in order to really create a lifelike, lifelike piece of art. And that's really what it is to the people who have animals um, preserved. It is art to them, which not everybody understands. I don't really think I want any birds hanging off my walls, but even though that's my husband's profession, but, you know, I have respect for the people that do. So um, one that I posted today, Question there's a from thing Gerard. called... Yeah, go ahead, Geronda. Uh, can you ask Gaz what is her favorite bird to work on? Um, you know, which I is the most I beautiful like... bird that you've seen and worked on? Oh well, one of the most beautiful. I can't even remember the name, but I'll have to come back. It was all red with these little white spots on it, and I think it came from Russia, and I don't even remember what it's called now. But my most favorite bird are the little quails because they're just little fluffy puffballs, and they're just so darn cute. Just so darn cute. Um, but, you know, the one thing I will say, all birds, for the most part, they are pretty extraordinary. So many have... So many colors and metallic feathers that you wouldn't think that they had, and then you see them up close, and then they get dried and washed and dry. And by the time Corey gets done with them, you don't realize how amazing a creator God is to just put such beauty in what we think are just everyday birds we see flying overhead. We never really see them up close, and they really are amazing. Oh wow! But yeah, the quail—the quail—I quail would have to say are my favorite. Well, thanks for sharing, and keep posting those pictures because I guess people are really wanting to see it. So your favorite bird, their request is Sharonda and uh, Jamil, are both asking if you could share your favorite bird to the Midwest Fossil or P4P Real Talk page. Yeah, I'll put some of I'll put some of my favorites out there, and we'll definitely get some little quail out there too. I would love to do that, guys. Thanks for asking. That's, that's very nice. <laughs> that really touched my heart. So, yeah, thank you. Uh, you're quite welcome. And this one's from Bill. <laughs> what Do they have a phoenix, and does Des resemble that? Bill, you're a kidder. Do they have a, uh, I, do have they have a what? Did he say do they uh, have a phoenix? What? Uh, a what? A what? I missed that, Caitlin. Phoenix. A what? Phoenix. Phoenix? What? I still don't know what you're saying. P H O E N I X. Oh, a phoenix. Is that a real bird? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, and this is going to sound bad, but I thought you said, do they have a penis? And <laughs> I'm like, are you asking me if I resemble a bird's penis? What did you just ask Be me? Be real talk. <laughs> Now so I am so sorry. You know, I have not, I have not seen one, but I, by and large, have not seen even half of what's out there. But uh, I don't know that the phoenix is a real bird, but I will have to ask. But guys, you know, it is not. Ships, it is not. It's not. But I don't know no. even not like the ones they say that you know resurrects itself from the fire. No, that's not real. Yeah. But you know, there might be something out there with the name. But uh, there are birds from all over that are just amazing. So, like I said, we had one that was from Russia. I mean, we get birds shipped in all the time, not necessarily from international places because you have to have the right permits to do that. But sometimes, sometimes we do. Okay. Now, <laughs> we've seen <laughs> – oh, <goodness. laughs> mm. oh. I don't know. I don't trust that laugh. Yeah, we're getting beat up about what's wrong with Des's hearing. Is she tired? That's from Jake. Um, Oh my goodness! And there's plenty more, but we're not gonna we're not gonna address those on the air. Um, Well, he was he was breaking up a little bit. 
Okay. Well, this is from Sheldon. Do you think Corey could take the time to make a Phoenix bird for dads? Oh, I don't know. Corey, Corey doesn't make up birds. He just works on real birds. But if there were a bird that I wanted mounted, he would definitely do that for me. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Anything else, Des, before we end this show on such a low note? Oh, my goodness. Can I just oh. say I love our listeners, <laughs> even though they, <laughs> even though they get on us, even though they get on us sometimes. And granted, there are times we deserve it, but I think there are times they get on us when we don't deserve it. But I love you guys. I just do. You make all this worthwhile. <laughs> yes, and yes, that's exactly what she said, Carl. Yes, Bill. Yes, Ted. She did say that word. Uh, she did not hear me correctly. And so she was trying to find out. She was asking for clarification. And there it is. Yeah, we're all, oh, I think most of us are adults, but, you know, anatomy, anatomy, I can't even get the world out. There are male birds and female birds, and they all have similar parts. Yes. So speaking of anatomy, so, and birds do have that word, okay? Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my. I would ask anyway, if you had any home, parting shots, but I wouldn't know how that would be taken. No, I no, we don't know. We don't take those specifics. <laughs> Just the outside done view. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> okay, now that we've gone way off course, we're going to end the show with 